It is testimony time. An empty grave is there to prove that our Savior lives. And because he lives, we always have a testimony to share to the world that we serve a living God. And this morning, I am glad to bring you our first testimony for this service by Sister Rosemary. He says, supernatural business breakthrough through serving in the house of the Lord. Give Jesus a clap offering. She says, in 2019, I had an encounter in which I saw my husband and I working in the church washroom. By then, I was an usher, but my husband was still praying about which department to join. When I told him about it, he said God was telling him to join the sanctuary keepers. In that same year, my husband was also in one of the services when he had an encounter. In this encounter, he saw a broom lying by his side in the auditorium. An angel told him to pick the broom and clean the sanctuary with it. After his encounter, I also decided to join the sanctuary keepers. And since then, we have been seeing the hand of God, especially in our business. Yes, kingdom promotion promotes destiny. Now, before joining the department, I was selling water and my husband had no job at all. I prayed that the Lord should bless the work of my hands by reason of my joining the department. Now, to the glory of God, after joining the department, my husband and I were able to start a business. We sell dusters for cleaning cars. And I testify that this business is growing leaps and bounds. By the grace of God, I am now taking in more goods than I ever did before. And in March this year, our first lady called me and people of God, she also blessed me with an amount of 1,000 Ghana cities to add to my business. I thank God greatly for this testimony. Our Father's teachings about the benefits of serving in the house of God have greatly manifested in my life and in the life of my family. I'm grateful to God. God bless you, Daddy and Mommy. Hallelujah. Somebody celebrate the Lord for confirming his word. This is by Sister Samira. Divine healing from abdominal menstrual flow and fibroid through prayer. After I started menstruating in 2010, it always came with so much pains. During that period, I could neither walk nor do anything. And sometimes I threw up. I visited the hospital and after taking several tests, the doctor told me it could be fibroid or it continued, if it continued like that, they would have to take it out. I was given some medicines to stop the pains, but it all proved futile. By the grace of God, after I joined the church in 2019, the pain subdued. I could not feel it as I initially did. Now, in the beginning of January 2021, 
I had my normal menstrual flow, and after it ended, I started bleeding again after two days. In February 2021, I again bled continuously for two weeks with excruciating pains in my abdomen and thighs. As a result of this, I could not walk properly. In the beginning of March this year, I was still bleeding, so I went to the hospital. And there, the doctor told me that my hormone level had reduced. I had lost a lot of blood, and the problem could be a fibroid. She prescribed some medicine for me to buy, but I refused to buy them. On Tuesday, 15th March 2021, I went to work, but the pains became so intense that I could not work or function normally. I called two lady pastors in the church, and they prayed for me. That afternoon also, I came to see daddy, and he also prayed for me. The next day, I went back to the hospital for another test, and people of God, the results show that I was perfectly well to the glory of Jesus' name. I was no longer suspected of having a fibroid. I give God all the glory for this amazing fast-track healing miracle. Jesus is indeed Lord. Let's give Jesus a round of applause as I invite Sister Philomena to also come and share with us her healing testimony. Welcome her with a clap. Please, you tell us your full name and what the situation was and what Jesus has done for you. Common favor. Thank mommy and daddy for this opportunity. Okay. So my name is Philomena. I've known daddy when I was only 13 years. He was my teacher at school. So he led me to Christ and then through him my family have been saved. Okay, so he used to pay my school fees. I was started. I, we came from a very poor background, but daddy never re rejected me. I was always by his side, eating together, doing a lot of things together. He overlooked my poor state. Okay, so through him, before I had an ovarian cyst, and then they took all my ovaries. So I don't know how God did it. But through him, I have five children now. Celebrate Jesus for this testimony. Somebody whose ovaries were taken, naturally speaking, would not have been possible to conceive. But today, through the hand of God's servant, she has five powerful babies. Please okay. continue the testimony. Okay, so through that, if I, I, I should say, I should come to say, uh, I, I don't know what to say. It will be a sermon, a full sermon, a full sermon. So let me share this tem testimony. Last year, March, I, I felt very sick. I didn't know why. So when I got to the hospital, they told me, I have ulcer, a severe one, so I grew very lean. Okay, so they ran a lot of tests on me, a lot of them. 
And then when I came home, I had a series of drugs, plenty of them. Even I intend to use the natural way as well. So when I, I was taking the drugs, my sister Sakina told me, and my children said, Mommy, why don't we use the kingdom mysteries? So I said, like how? They said, let's apply, let's, let's apply the communion and the, and the uh, anointing oil. I said, okay. Sometimes, through faith, I can do a lot of things without even telling that. So we started. So I was getting better, a lot better, each and every day. So we stopped all the drugs. Sakina wasn't giving me the drugs again. So the following week, I felt better. I said, let me go to the hospital and check again. So when I got to the hospital, they ran the test on me again, only to tell me that I, I tested negative of ulcer. So I wanted to test my faith. So the 40 days fasting and prayers, I, 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 I partake all of them. So now I don't feel the symptoms again. I do the Tuesday fasting and prayer, and then I've never um, had the symptoms again. I thank God of Holy Hill and my mother and so my father for... So what do you tell those of us gathered here and all what the ones watching on telly, listening on radio? My final word, I, I don't know what to say to the God of Holy Hill and my father. I, my testimony is too much. Business breakthroughs, everything, like favor, left and right. So please, let's take everything here very seriously. Thank you. Let's put our hands together for her as we welcome Sister Georgina. Sister Georgina. And please, we'd like you to note we are live on EBN TV, Fox TV, and Global 105.1 FM in Ho. Put your hands together for the Lord. Thank you very much. Uncommon favor. Walk through open doors. I want to thank God for my testimony. Initially, please, your full I, name. My name is Georgina Quegwin. Okay. So initially, I used to visit. Holy Hill Chapel and participate in the programs. Mm -hmm. Minister Ajwa and Minister Hebziba will share the flyer with me. Then last year, April, during the lockdown, I was following Bishop on TV. So there was this day in April that a lady's testimony was shared and she said she was miraculously healed through the use of the mantle. So I also decided to practice it. I used to have a pain in my left breast, which had been there for about a year. Yeah. I went to the hospital, I did a mammogram, and it was examined, but nothing was detected, but the pain was still there for about a year. So that day I also prayed, made my confessions, and put my mantle on my left breast, where the pain has been there for about a year. The first day when I woke up, the pain was still there, and I didn't know what to do, so I said, I still kept my declarations and my faith. The second day, people have gone. When I woke up, the pain was gone. Wow. <laughs> wow. So since last year, April 2020, up till now, that pain that had been there for a year is totally gone. I want to thank God for what he's done in my life. And like my sister said, the breakthroughs have been a lot. I had a lot of financial breakthrough, divine health, 
for myself and my children. And I want to thank God for them. I want to thank Bishop, Mommy, and the leadership team for allowing themselves to be used by God. So I encourage all of you that as we celebrate the resurrection of Christ, we need to follow the keys, the kingdom keys that we have been taught, that the power of his resurrection is still active through the mantle, through the man of God, and all other keys. Amen. The power Thank of you, the God. resurrection is still active, and this morning you shall receive your portion. Give Jesus a resounding clap offering and a shout to the glory of his name. Thank you, Lord. Somebody celebrate Jesus. Come on. With a shout. Hallelujah. We want to thank God for today. In fact, we are more than conquerors. How many of you believe? We are more than conquerors. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We give you glory. We are more than conquerors. Overcomers in this life. Victorious through the blood of Jesus Christ. Help us, we are more. We are more, more than conquerors. Is that your testimony? Overcomers in this life. This morning we've been made victorious.
And in the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn towards the first day of the week, he Mary Mandalay and the other Marys to see the sepulchre. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door 
and sat on it. He rolled back the stone and sat on it. His countenance was like lightning and his raiment as white as snow. For the fear of him, the keepers did shake and became as dead men. The angel answered and said unto the woman, Fear ye not, for I know that ye seek Jesus, which was crucified. He is not here. He is not here. For he is risen. He is risen. As he said, Come, see the place where the Lord lay. And go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. And behold, he goeth before you into Galilee. There shall ye see him. Lo, I have told you. And they departed quickly from the sepulchre with fear and great joy and did run to bring his disciples where and as they went to tell his disciples behold Jesus met them Jesus. so it's not that only somebody told them they saw him Jesus met them saying all hail and they came and held him by the feet and worshipped him I want you to look at something in verse 10 then said Jesus unto them be not afraid go tell my brethren when he resurrected we now became brothers and sisters of Jesus. The angel told them, go and tell his disciple." but Jesus himself said, mm. go tell my brothers and sisters. Go tell my brethren. Now something changed here. Something really changed. No more disciples after the resurrection. Disciples have now become members of the same family. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a shout of praise in his That they go into Galilee and then they shall see me. Clap your hands for the Lord and take Hallelujah, yourself. hallelujah, hallelujah. So quickly, we want to be looking at resurrection. The title of the message, The Resurrection Gave Us a Life Without Limit. The resurrection gave us a life without limit. Now, in all religions of the world, only Christianity has an empty tomb. Yesterday, there was a very big show in Egypt. Very glorious. What was it? They were transferring all the pharaohs who have died 4,000 years ago. 3,000 years ago, to a new location and a new museum. They carried their casket. Some of the coffins are 2,500 years old. And the bodies of the Egyptian pharaohs have been mummified and bound, and it's inside the, the tombs. And they carry it in a very gorgeous ceremony. Beautiful. Maybe after church you can Google and you see Yesterday, what took place in Egypt? But what is it telling us? The Egyptian pharaohs are still in the grave. But the Christian Jesus is outside the grave. So in all religions, only Christianity has an empty tomb. Now what does it mean? It means that our Lord is not dead, he is risen. 
So when you look at this corner, you see a very beautiful empty tomb. Inside the tomb is white. Jesus is not here. He is risen and he will rise forever. He is alive and he is alive forever. Clap your hands. So we, we brought this tomb here to show you. It's empty. The stone is rolled away. Maybe when we went to Sunday's, we didn't understand. I brought you a real tomb. Empty tomb. Those of you watching around the world, it is open. And let me check inside if he is there. <laughs> Empty tomb. Give the Lord a shout of praise. It's an empty tomb. Now, you may not understand what I'm trying to say, but I want to tell you something. Now, all the other religious leaders are still in their tombs. Jesus is not in the tomb. He is alive. So to everything dying or dead in your life is coming alive in the mighty name of Jesus. The empty tomb means we don't serve a dead God. We serve a living God. He's the same yesterday, today and forever. Stop following dead fetish priests. Stop following people who when they are praying, they are mentioning the names of their ancestors. We are in a kingdom where our Lord and Savior is no more in the tomb. We call it resurrection, to come alive. So what is the resurrection? The resurrection is the continuation of Christ's life in the now. Now listen to that one very carefully. You see, when somebody dies, he can't do the things he used to do when he was alive. Many of you, when your parents die, family members have even collected the things they gave you. If they were alive, they couldn't have done that. This Jesus is alive. That's why this morning we heard. My microphone is cutting, please. If you like, give me the one Pastor Prince was using. I don't, this is resurrection, please. We have so many people watching. I don't want to have whatever. Now, how do we know Jesus is alive? Somebody without ovaries give birth to five children. Put your hands together for the Lord. How old is my daughter? Let us say she's within 40 years. When did Jesus die? Over 2,000 years ago. How can somebody who is dead 2,000 years still working till today? Somebody shout, he is not dead, he is alive. So the resurrection is the continuation of Christ's life in the now. That's why religion is dangerous. You see, religion talks about a historical Jesus. So anytime you hear somebody saying that, miracles are past. 
signs and move away from them quickly. They are serving a confrontative type of God. But we, now, we don't see a confrontative works anymore. They are serving the Buddhist type of God. But Jesus is still performing miracles, signs and wonders, healing because he's alive. So today we are here to celebrate a continuation of Christ's life in the now. Somebody say in the now. And because he is working in the now, today he will give you a now miracle before you leave this place. A historical God can heal. A historical God can give breakthroughs. A historical God cannot give salvations. Only a living God works miracles. Don't follow a historical God. Follow a living God. Who was responsible for the resurrection? The resurrection of Jesus Christ is a miracle brought about by the power of the Holy Spirit. The Bible said there are three that bear witness in heaven. The Father, the Word, and the Spirit. And these are one. So one can be dead out of the three. If the Father is still alive, the Son is still alive. And the Spirit is moving. So in Romans 6, 4, we understand Christ was raised by the glory of the Father. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into his death. Now listen to me. So when you get born again, you have also been buried. That's why you become a new creation. We are buried by baptism into his death. That like as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so, we also should walk in newness of life. And Romans 8, 11 tells us, if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, the same spirit shall quicken your mortal body, shall vitalize your mortal body. Anything that is not working is going to quicken it. So this morning, somebody's business will be quickened. Somebody's relationship will be quickened. Somebody will be quickened. And so we understand that. From the resurrection, as you see the gate open, every door of destiny that was closed against you, from the time of Eden, when they sacked them, the, the Bible said God brought an angel, he blocked the doorway to the garden. Meaning that every good thing in God, all the blessings of God were blocked against the old Adam. Now, when you read Romans chapter 5, you understand. He said, by one man's offense, death reigned by all. Romans 5, 15 to 17. One man's sin, death came upon all. Verse 17 says, the same way by one man's righteousness, life came upon all. And then he said, for by one man's offense, death reigned by all. Much more, they that receive abundance of grace, my God. And the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by Christ Jesus. Meaning that we have moved from slaves to become masters of destiny. So anything that used to control you today, the limit is taken off your life. Every gate that was closed from the Garden of Eden until Jesus' time, God opened the day Jesus resurrected. 
Why? Three things important. Because Jesus defeated principalities and powers. Those wicked forces that used to control destiny, that used to make our life miserable. Colossians chapter 2, verse 15. The Bible said Jesus went into the grave. What was he doing there for three days? Some of you think that he went for holidays. No. He was doing a great work. He went to all the prisons of life, collecting the keys. The Bible said, having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them all. So from today, witches have no power over you. Wizards have no power over you. Principalities have no power over you. And then after overcoming them, he did something else. He took the keys of destiny from their hands. Therefore, that's why it doesn't matter. Ovaries can be removed, but Jesus has the key to every area of your life. Womb or no womb, you can give birth to twins. My God. He has the keys. So Revelation 1.18 tells us, remember we are discussing the resurrection. It's not just an event. What came out of it? Revelation 1.18. So number one, I told you, he, he took, he, 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 he defeated principalities and powers. These are the people that Adam sold his authority for. They took over, bringing sickness, defeat, okay, any manya manya thing you see. Witches and wizards. But Jesus went there and took the authority, nailing them to the cross. And then he did something further. He took the keys. Revelation 1, 18, very powerful. I am he that liveth. This is Jesus talking. And was there, was, was, was not is dead, was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Alive for how many times? Alive for how many times? I can't feel everybody in the church say he's alive for how many times? So we don't serve a dead God. I am alive forevermore. And then the atomic bomb. I have the keys of hell and death. I have the keys of hell and death. Now, as soon as he took the keys, a big announcement was made. And he took up prophetically into Psalm 24. He took the keys. After taking the keys, he gave a big announcement. He made a very wild and a big announcement. And what was the announcement? Psalm 24, verse 7 and 9. Psalm 24. Lift up your heads, O ye gates. Be ye lift up, ye everlasting doors. And the king of glory shall come in. Now the witches and the principalities were asking, Who is this king of glory? Because for thousands of years they've been reigning. They've been controlling. Who is this king of glory? And then they announced to them again. The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Clap your hands for the Lord. So it was war. It was battle. For you to be sitting here. It was war. He came to that your Longo Longo family. Delivered you. And brought you. And today, look at how you are shining and glorifying God. Give the Lord another shout of praise. Now, verse 9 says, 
Lift up your head. The announcement was given many times. O ye gates, and be ye lifted up. Ye everlasting doors. And the king of glory shall come in. So now, what is he saying? Because he has the keys of death and life, he could command every gate to be opened. I decree today, I don't know the door that is shut against you. I command every door to be open for you before the services. Promotion door is open. Salvation door is open. Healing door is open. Somebody shall lift up your head. So the resurrection brought us into a life without limit. All the gates are lifted. Don't let any devil lie to you. That there is a place you can't go. There is something you cannot have. Don't let the devil lie to you. In this family, nobody does. They say those things are over. Because the everlasting doors, mean ancient doors, the everlasting doors are lifted. How do we know that? The resurrection brought us into a life without limit. The graves were open. The heaven was open. The veil that divided the temple was torn into two from top to down. Man now has unlimited access to all the benefits of redemption. Give the Lord a shout of praise. Matthew 27. Matthew 27. 51 and 52. And behold, the veil of the temple was rent in two from the top to the bottom. And the earth did quake and the rocks rent. Now look at what happened. Fifty-two. Now, where I'm about to read, many Christians have never heard it. And the graves were open. And many of the bodies of the saints who slept arose. So it's not only Jesus that rose from the dead. Look at 53. <laughs> and came out of the graves after his resurrection. Now, even though this one is in Matthew 27 and the resurrection is in 28, don't get confused. Because these are human beings documenting. And sometimes he can say something to be said tomorrow, today. So he's telling you when this particular thing took place. So when Jesus rose from the dead, the announcement went out. Lift up your head, oh ye guys. It was blasting in all realms of life. Under the sea, in the earth, everywhere. And the Bible says, the graves were open. After his resurrection, and the, some of those old saints, the Bible said they went into the holy city and appeared unto many people. So you are walk, you came out of your door, you saw Elijah standing there looking at you. Somebody checked through Abobloshi Road, he saw Isaiah looking at him. The Bible said they came out of the grave. So the resurrection did not happen to only one person. The Bible said when the place shook, Everything that was hold, holding people captive. Today, anything that has held you captive from now till now, I command the graves to be open and you are coming out. This gave the church 
unlimited access. You see, people like to talk about stories and historical. You see, those things are not important. The question is, what is in this thing for me? Because I'm telling you, it's not a historical Jesus. He used to heal in Galilee. What about now? I'm not a Galilean. I am a Ghanaian. So if he's a historical God, well, what is the basis? But he's not a historical God. He's a living God. The greatest testimony of your life will hit you today, this morning, in the name of Jesus. So now, what does the resurrection offer? This is the most important part of the service. And I was trying to give you a few, but the Lord said, bring ten. So get ready. I'm going to run through them. What does the resurrection offer? What came out of his resurrection for me, for Isaac? I don't care about what happened to the Galileans. I'm not a Galilean. But is there something in it for me? Other religions are only boasting about history. We are talking about them now. Number one, the resurrection gave you unlimited life. Life without limit. So Christians who are born again don't die anymore. If you hear any believer die, listen to me. He didn't die. He just changed tabernacle. First Thessalonians 4, 13 and 14. Apostle Paul talking to the Thessalonian church because some of them were crying on necessary tears. People ask me, why is it that when people die, you don't cry? You say, if you, if you see tears in my eyes, it's just emotional. But deep down in my life, I don't cry. Because of this particular scripture. That's why if you have ever followed me to any funeral, I don't preach for the dead. I preach for the living. You see me in a funeral, you think I'm a witch. Because I believe the Bible. Now look at what he says. He said, give me to New King James so people will understand very powerfully. Paul is talking to people who are sorrowing because they've lost certain members. He said, I do not want you to be ignorant. Brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep, that's those who are dead. Least you sorrow as people who have no hope. Turn to your sister and say, no more sorrow. He doesn't want us to be crying. Mommy, would you meet your hand? You stop that. Especially if the person that died is a believer. Stop all the nonsense. You can miss them, but you don't cry to stupor. You don't cry and behave as if there is no hope. Where they are, you call them, they won't come. It is time the church begins to have hope after death. Our greatest hope is life after death. My God. Some of you have never even used a golden watch before. But in the next world, your street will be made of gold. Give the Lord a shout of praise. This is, this is the hope of Christianity here. Our hope is not an earthly hope. So if everybody is telling you, if you don't get a breakthrough, hey, listen to me. Our greatest hope is after this useless life. When D.L. Moody went to heaven, listen to me carefully, I'm serious now. And after conversation with Jesus, they told him, return back. Return back. He said, I'm not going in anywhere. They say, your work on earth is not finished. He made this profound statement and it has, it has ruined my life. He said, when I turn back and look at the earth from the heavens, 
It was like the rotting carcass of a dead body. You don't want to serve God. Everything is on earth. I'm an, I'm an East Levant uh, tenant. I am a cantonment tenant. All these useless mundane things. When I look from the heavens to the earth, it was like the rotten carcass of a dead body. And you better see it so. So you start live for the next world. You start live for the next world. Jesus did not give us life to get rotten on earth. He said, I go to prepare a place for you. And when I come, I will take all and tell your sister, he's coming very soon. Tell him the best part of your life is about to happen after this life. The glorious part of your life. Now, when Jesus resurrected, he changed his body. He didn't use this body anymore. Now, he could appear through buildings without knocking. He could go into cities without lorry fare, no bus, no taxi, nothing. He used to appear from place to place. Now, question, what is that? That is the next glorified body every believer is about to have. You travel with the speed of sound. You see, not all these kind of things. So if you're a Christian and all your hope is on earth, it's just useless hope. Then in verse 14, he said, if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, how many believe that? Quarry says, how many, of you, how many of you believe Jesus died and rose again? Even so, God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. Every believer that dies, if you believe that the first man, now, Jesus is the first begotten from the dead. And some people say that Jesus was the first person to be born again. It is true. A lot of people make arguments about that. But that's what the Bible says. To be begotten means to come out of. Jesus came out. Now, before he died, anytime the angels announced him, he said, this is the only begotten son of the father. After he died, he's not the only anymore. We are all begotten. Somebody shout, I'm one of them. Is we don't only, now we don't have only one only begotten son. We have begotten sons and begotten daughters. Now, I like this scripture so much. It says, if we believe. So when Jesus says, cool down, cool down, cool down. Do you believe Jesus died and rose again? You said yes, then wipe your tears. Even so, every believer that dies. But if you die as an unbeliever, you are lost. Will also rise again. So ladies and gentlemen, you see your father again very soon. You see your mother again very soon. All the brothers and sisters we have lost, we will see them again. And what is that? Unlimited life. Life is going to continue. The singing will continue. The rejoicing will continue. But for those who don't know God, nothing good continues. They are going to get rotten in hellfire. So the resurrection gave us unlimited life. And it is the greatest hope of Christianity. Living without ever dying. Living without ever dying. If we believe Jesus died and rose again. Even so, those who die in the Lord shall also rise up. So when you go to funeral, behave like a faith person. Behave like a faith person. Because that person, you see that person on the other side. Some of you have lost certain babies whilst they were in your womb. Sister, sister, don't get worried. Your baby is waiting for you. Before you get to heaven, some of them are finished polytechnic. They are going to call you mama. And you say, what is that? And all these things are true in the, in the Bible. 
those that lost some babies, those that lost certain people, if they were born again, there is another life. So it is unlimited. It continues forever and ever and ever. That's why you got to be born again. The resurrection gave us unlimited life. Number two, the resurrection gave us unlimited nationality. It is no more only Jews that are God's people. All of us are now God's people. All of us are now God's people. Togolis, Ashantilis, Mfantilis, Angunalis, Kangalis, white, blue, red. That's why in the church we don't form group. Nigerian Members Association, no, not in this church. All Togolese people meet after church. No announcement will ever be made. In Christ Jesus, all nationalities have been saved. Revelation chapter 5, verse 9. Look at it. And it's important. So now you can marry anybody in the church. Somebody didn't shout amen here. Tribalism is dangerous and deadly. Nationalism is dangerous and deadly. Look at South Africa. Every day they are sacking people. You are not this. We are all black. You are sacking me. You are not from here. Look at what they did to great man of God, Bushiri. Man that God has used to raise a hundred thousand church. You are not, you are not, you are not, uh, you are not uh, from this city. Now he's gone. The anointing is gone. The healing is gone. When we become tribal, your language is different from my language. We become demonic. And Jesus came to redeem us from demonism. There are so many Christians who are so much entrenched in tribalism. That somebody say, be delivered. It doesn't bring anything. Jesus opened the door for all nationals. And they sang a new song in heaven saying, you are ready to take the scroll and to open the seals thereof. For you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood. Look at it. Out of, read that place, the last portion, everybody. Out of every tribe, out of every tongue and people and nation. So I speak a different language, you speak a different language, should not become a basis for fighting. Leave that one for those who are not saved. Last week, our church in Tennessee, they were celebrating whatever. They have now nine nationalities in the church. I told Pastor don't go and build a Ghana church there. Or cheap people church. You go to abroad, the people are still speaking key in their church. Uh, man of God, your church looks like a disco. I say, eh, thank you very much. You are a local champion. That's why you are thinking so. Right now, as we are preaching, people are watching us all over the world. You think some people are poor as chocolate, eh? So we need to, we need to look nationalistic, internationalistic, globalistic, so everybody can receive. When a pastor's vision is a local vision, he doesn't see the need for light in the church. So in case you don't know why the ambience, I'm explaining to you. Not a 
nobody is like you. So we need to come on a platform. Where all nations are in the last days, the mountain of the have been talking to pastors. Stop this nonsense you are doing. The church is not for a local group of people. He said, all nations. And many people, their eye will die when we go to heaven. They tend to left Kenyan lease, right Congolese, then Afghanistan lease. Except you create your own heaven. Except you create your own heaven. But if that is the heaven that Jesus came to die, then I prophesy to you, all nations are coming in. That is why I prophesy. Some of you will soon have houses in other nations of the world. Businesses in other nations of the world. And some of you, if you don't stop the way you, are, you think, your life will be limited. I was born in a place called, I used to live in a place called J80, Aswansi. But I have followed the Aswansilization long time. Everybody here, he said, you are the salt of the earth. Stop behaving local. You are not a local girl. And today, you've been among the church, you see people fighting. I want to marry somebody. He said, where is he from? Last I heard Bishop Edipo say, he said, when my children were going to marry, I never asked any of the suitors where you come from. What concerns him is if they are born again. And some of you, your destiny helpers were people who speak other language. And because of tradition, you clear them off and you went and married Babina Yoka. It's now yokalizing you proper, proper. In marriage, we don't speak language. It's not a language matter. Tell your friend, be free from tribalism and satanism and uselessness. Jesus has opened the door on limited nationality. I see, I see an Egyptian be one of your workers. I see an American be one of your workers. I see some of you, your daughters are marrying all over the world. We are one family in God. Give the Lord a shout of praise here. Unlimited. Anytime people become localized, they become demonized. Y'all don't speak my language. When you cut him, his blood not coming. And we dare not bring such stupidity into the church of Jesus Christ. Everybody is welcome here. Kenyans, Americans, whatever. Friday, you have somebody praying in French. We sing, we sing Spanish songs in the church. When Jesus died, the disciples wanted to keep the gospel in Jerusalem. So God decided to scatter them with persecution. Say, this is an all-inclusive gospel. It's not a local. Do you know that Jerusalem is the gay center of the world? The gospel no more. Jerusalem. The place where Jesus was crucified is the gay headquarters of the whole world. Some say young woman. That's why God will never localize himself to one group of people. So they, they, decide, they decide to get mad. The gospel got mad. I prophesy over your life. 
From today, your blessing is coming from the whole world. Wherever you go. Tell somebody, say, I love you with the love of the Lord. It's not about where do you come from, where are you going? They wanted to localize the gospel. And on this note, I pray, may you have visa to all nations. You see, some of you, because you don't travel, you don't know. I say, by this resurrection open door, I declare visa to every nation. You are going to interact. A time is coming, you have a, a, an Egyptian friend, a Togolese friend, and an American friend. And through that, the gospel of the Lord Jesus will reach all over the world. Lift your hand and say, I am a global personality. Some of you don't like people who don't speak your language at all. Why are you like this? Everywhere you, are, you go, you want to look for an Ashanti man. I don't have... My office is filled with Nigerians, Togolese, West plenty, they are my best friends. Because I even feel that one of my side is from some place. Since you are a local person, that's why you are not traveling. No? Remove this limit from your life. He said he redeemed them from every nation. Our sister that did this beautiful decoration is from Kenya. You say you are a Ghanaian, but you don't know how to make a tomb. So I should take you because you are a Ghanaian and I won't have a tomb in the church. Send the papa. You see how we have limited our life by becoming traditional local. Today that case is broken over your life. I see you having an Arab friend, he will give you one million dollars. I see you having a Chinese friend, he will give you the bigger blessing of your life. Somebody show we are free from localities. And some of you, if you don't take that limit out of your life, you won't get a husband. All those are who are coming and your brothers. God has ordained his soul. And Christians must give, must show a better distance. I've been with Pastor Ness for 20 something years. The only difference is that he can speak one language I can hear, but I can't speak. We slept in the same house. We said, There's no time for anybody to ask stupid questions. Be careful if you are like that because the Bible says that the resurrection took that limit. So maybe you are a parent here, you are vowed. None of my daughter will ever marry an infant. <laughs> Turn and say, cast this thing out of your life. It's demonic. The shoe you are wearing, did you find out who made the shoe that you are wearing it? Your mobile phone, did you find out who created the mobile phone? Did you find out? Unlimited nationality. How many are becoming global after this resurrection? And all those lifting your hands, listen to me, I see doors opening for you all over the world because that's what Jesus came to do. Jesus came to do. A black man carried his cross to Golgotha. Everybody has a portion in redemption. Be careful the way you treat people, you meet them outside on their way coming to church. That's why we decided to speak English so that all of us can be at par. Sometimes I'm even fighting them when they are singing tree songs because I'm like, if you sing the tree song and you can't write it in English on the board, oh boy, don't sing it because I'm not a local preacher. <laughs> How many are going national like Jesus? 
That's why we pray the prayer we prayed last Friday. And Papa, you know, some people pick it in America. They, because they watch us before they do their service. And, and one pastor called me and said, I did the same thing and the atmosphere in the church changed. So localization, he, he was mentioning everybody who prayed it. Localization limit the church. Lift your hand and say, I'm no more a local champion. I am a global personality. Jesus has opened the door. This year you will travel to different, different, different parts of the world. Since you don't know how to eat any other food from Fufu, God has placed you in Ghana here. But today I decree the limit, the limit, the limit is lifted. The limit is broken. The limit is lifted. My sister said to me that one Nigerian man approached, approached her. So I said, so what are you doing? What are you waiting for? He said, what do you mean? I said, marry him. That's what I mean. Don't pray. Marry him. That's what I mean. I need a Nigerian blood. Many will be ashamed when we go to heaven. It's an all-inclusive gospel. Number three. <laughs> Unlimited power. The resurrection. In Revelation chapter 5 verse 12. He said that he has redeemers. Where is the lamb that was slain to receive power? Riches, wisdom, strength. So we are going to be discussing this one. So, before Jesus came, we were weak. We were vegetables to the devil. But when he came, and the door to the grave was open and he came out. Everything that made us walk in fear, timidity, and powerlessness vanish. Now the grave is open. And we are giving access to unlimited power. So Matthew 28, 18. No more walking in fear. I am afraid. No, that language should never come out of your mouth. Who is making you afraid? Now, when he came out of the grave, now remember, we are in Matthew 28 now. Jesus is just about to be raptured up in heaven. He gathered all the disciples and his announcement is, Jesus came and spoke unto them saying, all power is given unto me. In heaven and in earth. Somebody say, all power. Now, now lift your hand and shout and say, all power. How many have believed in Jesus? Then you have received power. He said, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost. From today, you will walk over witches. You will walk over medicine. You will walk over curses. You will walk. You will drink any poison. It won't do anything. Somebody shout and say, I raise your power. So the fear that somebody has taken your picture to somewhere, it doesn't work anymore. The fear that when you go for that interview, you will not come out. It doesn't arise anymore. He received power. The weakness. Man of God, I had a dream. Some spirit was chasing me. Chase it back. It was chasing you in a dream. You chase it like, wake up and say, hey. The church is not powerless. Some of you can't go to your village because they told you. 
very terrible. I want you to know. Eh? If the witches are terrible in the village, then they are terrible everywhere because witches have Google map. In fact, their Google map is older than the IT Google map. But because God gave you power, if they meet you in the night, they meet you in the day, even in your dream, you will overcome them hands down in the name of Jesus. And I declare by the power of the resurrection, the spirit that fought your father, the spirit that defeated your mother, the spirit that brought them down, when you meet them, you shall overcome them hands down. Because all power. Somebody shout, no more fear. Say, no more timidity. No more intimidation. So I said to pastors who go to a visit, this place you can't build a church here. The spirits here are very, very terrible. Have you read Matthew 28, 18? That's your office. You say there is some dangerous person there. You see, because you are not engaging the power that has been given to you. Have you read Matthew 18? The church is now the most powerful institution on earth. Because the power that Jesus collected, he has given us back. Listen to me. Anything that has ever limited you in 2021, you shall overcome them all. And reign. Number four, unlimited riches. No one can put limit on your riches. I see people here having 10 houses, having unlimited riches. The resurrection gave us access to riches without limit. If the Bible says Solomon was the richest man that ever lived, Matthew 12, 42 tells us, richer than Solomon has resurrected. You see, our problem is because we don't understand the Bible. Richer than Solomon has resurrected. Matthew 12, 14. The Jesus that rose up, the Bible calls him richer, greater than Solomon. In other words, in your family, anybody you ever heard was rich before. Your new riches that is coming to you, it will overtake, it will overflow. You will be the richest that ever lived. Second Corinthians 8 9. No Christian should entertain poverty. He did not die for you to be poor, he died for you to be rich. So people are wasting their time thinking about the church. Unbelievers can't handle it when they see a very nice church. And when they have a nice disco, they are very fun. They can use millions to build a stadium. Thank God Bishop Bredepo is now building a stadium-like temple called the Ark. 100,000. And they will see it to their eyes. They will be winking their nose, but it will be built. Very soon, you will build the nicest building in your neighborhood, the nicest building. And listen to me. When they think you are going down, that is when God is about to lift you. Say, unlimited riches. 2 Corinthians 8, 9. You know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor. That ye through his poverty might be rich. And these riches, God is going to give them to us. For four reasons. Number one, to preach. To build. To help the poor and to enjoy life. God is giving us these riches. So make sure anytime you get money, you look, you look at the money and find out the kingdom part. He wants us to build churches, build houses, help the poor, enjoy life, and to preach the gospel. First Timothy 6, 17. Look at it. 
That open tomb, this is what came out. Don't accept anything else. Check them that are rich in the world. That's in the world, not in the church. That they be not high-minded, not be proud. Not trust in uncertain riches. The riches outside the church is not stable one. But in the living God, because in the living God are true riches. And what does he do? Who giveth us richly all things to enjoy. Listen to me after this Easter, you will enter into the realm of enjoyment. The realm of enjoyment. So unlimited riches. If people think you are rich, turn to the person we have not started yet. Some of you are not talking. I said, I said, I said we have not started yet. Unlimited. Number five. Unlimited wisdom. The resurrection gave us access to Jesus' order of wisdom. Ephesians 3.10 talks about the many-sided wisdom. The multifaceted wisdom of God. You can't control the church because the wisdom they are operating is not university classroom wisdom. We call it many-sided wisdom. To the intent and now, or to principalities and powers in heavenly places, might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of the. So through the church, God is about to dis display superlative wisdom. Last Sunday, when Papa was talking, speaking about the fact that a Christian should not be in a place. And things are deteriorating. You know why? Because your level of wisdom is more than the university type. Give this scripture to me and amplify. Jesus gave us his mind. The type of mind that he has. So now through the church. The multifaceted wisdom of God. Multifaceted. In all his countless aspects. Might now be made known. Revealing the mystery to the angelic rulers and authorities in heavenly places. Now, what he's trying to tell you is that when you land in any place, you beat everybody hands down because you are operating like Jesus. Most of the time, the disciples will come and test him with questions. He will look at them and he start laughing. Every question they brought, he has an answer. Another time, they trick him. They, they say they have caught a lady on the move. Then they trick him. The law of Moses says, if a woman commits adultery, he should be stoned to death. Jesus said, I will also tell you what is in the law, but Moses didn't say. It's not only a woman that commits adultery. There are two. Why have you forgotten the second partner? Anyone who has not sent cast a stone, that's God's wisdom. The Bible says everybody ran away. When they finish, says, Mama, where are those who are accusing you? Go and sin no more. You can't put Jesus at the corner. From today, anybody who plans to disgrace you in your office, in your school, by especially giving you a problem you can't solve, the wisdom of Jesus will show up and you'll beat them hands down. So the church now operates at the wisdom that beats the world. To solve many problems. We, and that wisdom will give us dignity. We will beat the world hands down. Ecclesiastes 8.1 says, Wisdom maketh a man's face to shine. So the resurrection brought wisdom. 
That's why we don't come to church looking shabby shabby. No, no, no. We look glorious because we have wisdom greater than the wisdom of the world. Give the Lord a shout of praise in this place. Today, Christian schools are always better than secular ones. All the schools that have collected names are Christian schools. Resec, Wesley Girls, um, Wegehe, Agri Memorial, St. Thomas, Holy Child. Bring your own, let's compare to the ones that has Christ on them. Harvard, Oxford, Yale, all these are Christian institutions. And they are the topmost universities. That's the wisdom of God. Beating the wisdom of the world. Beating the world. Will you clap your hands? Now listen to me. Now everybody lift your hands. By the resurrection, I impart unto you this many-sided wisdom. Wherever you go, you'll be among the best. I say, wherever you go, you'll be among the best. Wherever you go, you'll be among the best. Last time I was talking to my son and he said that, uh, uh, Papa, the day I will share my testimony, I said, don't worry. Because according to some people, you don't have the certificate that they have. But what you have achieved, those who certificate cannot. Because it is the wisdom of God that is flowing through you. Go to school. But that's not God's wisdom. There is something higher. He said there is a path that the falcons I have not seen. The lions have not tread. There are many people here. Unfortunately, you couldn't get some certificate. But that will never limit your destiny. By the wisdom of God, you will beat university graduates. You will build those. For instance, the financial wisdom operating in church is more than London School of Economics. Ecclesiastes 8.1 Wisdom maketh a man's face to shine. Your marriage will work better than all the unbelievers by the wisdom of God. So if a Christian marriage is not fighting all the time, insulting one another, what kind of wisdom is that? Fighting cats and dogs. That's not the resurrection. It brought you wisdom to know how to talk, how to manage your house. Everything Christian should be the best. Yes, that we only have people who profess Christianity, but they don't live like Christians. Who is a wise man? Who knows the interpretation of a thing? Somebody says, it's me. Ah, yeah, yeah. A man's wisdom maketh his face shine, and the boldness of his face shall be changed. From today, you will not bow down your head when you meet your classmate. From today, you will not bow down your head when you meet your area guys. When you meet your area guys, when you meet your classmate, your head will be standing very tall because by the wisdom of God. He received wisdom for us. So no more foolishness. Anything that brings shame is destroyed out of your life. And listen to me. When God put you on top, I decree you'll be on top for the rest of your life because wisdom is unlimited. And I pray for every student here. You will not bring a shameful report in this place. I decree to every student, everyone that uses his brain, today I release supernatural transplant of Jesus type of mind to cause you to reign in life. So when the grave was opened, this is what came out. Say unlimited wisdom. 
Number six, unlimited strength. We are going to walk like stones and jackass. We walk in divine energy, superhuman strength. We dominate sicknesses and diseases. Isaiah 53, 4 and 5. He bore our grief. He bore our sorrow. He was wounded for our transgression. I'm excited about today's testimony. And how, Pastor, let's explain it. Somebody without ovaries, he has five children. How do you explain it? So those of you who are always saying, my doctor said, my doctor said, my doctor said, my doctor said. What did Dr. Jesus say? He carries our pain. By his stripes, we are healed. And the Bible says you are lively stones. By the resurrection, every believer is supposed to be as strong as a stone. And so I decree, every form of weakness in your leg, at your back, in your nose, in your head, I command it, vanish now, vanish now, vanish now. Now receive strength into your body. Receive strength. He took away our infirmity. Somebody shout, I'm not weak. Say the resurrection gave me unlimited strength. Unlimited strength. That's why we preach divine healing. Even when our bodies are hurting, we still preach divine healing. Well, that's the truth. Number seven, unlimited honor. Hey, God will honor you. In Ghana, you'll be honored. In Togo, you'll be honored. In London, you'll be honored. You will not run away from Ghana because you are owing money. Never. The resurrection gave every believer access to honor. Psalm 149 verse 9. He said, this honor have all his aim. Every believer is supposed to live an honorable life. Every child of God. So don't go and get pregnant when you are not married. That's not honorable. Unless somebody say you won't pay police, come to take you to Kandabak. They call me pastor to come and remove you. Don't be borrowing things. Jesus gave you honor. Share the honor. To execute upon them judgment written, this honor have all his sayings. Say I'm one of them. So every child of God by his resurrection, Jesus took away shame. Anything that brings shame, he took it far away from your life. Some of you are not even pastors, but people call you Osofu. Honorable. Hey! Every dangerous family you came out of, every disgraceful family you came out of, I decree you'll be the number one honorable person that will change the name of that, that family. He received honor. Philippians 2, 9, 10. You heard what my daughter was saying. From a very poor home. Now God has changed the story. A major distributor of a Chinese company. Now the Chinese have teamed together with her. They are building a factory in Leone. She has no degree, not one. But her business works more than many Legonites and UCCGs and Kumasianos. By the wisdom of God. 
Now listen to me. Anybody that wants to disgrace you today, anybody planning, scheming somewhere to put something on you to disgrace you, by the resurrection power, the shame and the disgrace will return back to Shana. Somebody planning to rape a lady in Holy Hill? You are paralyzed from your waist downstairs. You are paralyzed. Anybody in your office trying to steal and put your name there so you'll be disgraced. Their hands are stiffened. They are withered in the name of Jesus. Wherefore God has highly exalted him. Giving him a name which is above every name. That are the mention of the name Jesus. Every knee should bow. Somebody say, oh, nah. When people meet you, look at your friend and say, God, no go shame us, my God. Yeah. They are not just shouting in church. Some of you will meet your teachers and lecturers and they will, they will be saluting you. My God. Some of you will meet classmates who said you were useless because one paper be that you fail in the class. And they'll be standing by the roadside sweating and you, you open your air-conditioned car and they will enter inside and they'll say, how come you are here? From today, by the resurrection, I release honor upon your life. Those that were fighting you will bow down before you. I release honor upon your life. When the brothers of Joseph later saw him, hey! The one they rejected. The one they put in the pit. The one they said he is dead. When he opened up, he said, I am Joseph. The Bible said all of them went down. So I decree the stone that the builders rejected. After resurrection is opening the door of honor. All your enemies bow before you in the name of Jesus. Now it is so sweet to meet people who thought you would become nothing. I'm telling you. And then they begin to shake their hair. Sometimes, sometimes I wanted to marry some one lady, but they were saying some things. Be that, yeah, them for time, about time. So do you understand? And then recently, my friend said I met the lady somewhere. He said one day he saw you in a picture with Bishop Da. He said she cried the whole night. This is she goes to their church. This is the man that she has, even, she has never even come close to him. He cry, I cried the whole night. Glory to Jesus. Now hear me. You didn't come here for God to disgrace you. The devil has disgraced us enough. Now, the tomb is open. Anyone that said something wrong about your life and they are waiting for that prophecy to fulfill, I cancel that prophecy and I declare the next time they see you, they will bow their head in shame. How many said amen to that one? Some people have contested with you in life about certain positions. But listen to me. God is about to glorify your life. All the wrong prophecies. And some of you are not even aware that those people took you to some juju places to kill you. But the resurrection. He said he received honor. Some of you, some people will travel abroad when they land. <laughs> you say, I will meet you at the airport. You will drive a car in Ghana that those that live in abroad are never driving. Shake your head, God never, God no go shame us all. 
Now, those of you ladies believing God for children, listen to this lady's testimony. My ovaries were removed. And without ovaries, I gave birth to five children. Somebody say, that is honor. <laughs> listen to me. Anything they say you don't have, and it's the reason why you won't have certain things, I came to decree upon your life. By the honor that is coming upon your life, God will break all protocols. God will break all limits and you put that honor upon your life. Give the Lord a shout of praise. <laughs> My superintendent said, I, he said, I have many sons in Ghana. You are the one I want to come and pray for me. That man kneeled down and said, no. I thought it was a ceremony, me alone. I said, pray for me. I said, Papa, me pray for you. What an honor. Listen to me. You are not going to be doing campaign for anybody to vote for you. But my Jesus, he said he received honor. Marriage will not disgrace you. Childbirth will not disgrace you. Money will not disgrace you. God will put honor upon your life. Some of you know something. You'll be giving people money. Eh? They will be ashamed in the inside, but they will, they will collect it because they don't have any option. They don't have any what? Any option. God will put honor on your life. I say God will put honor on your life. Glory to God. Number eight, unlimited glory. Somebody shout, I'm a standing star. By the resurrection, your life became ever glorious and beautiful. All the dirty things they did to Jesus was to beautify our life. Shame has no place. Revelation 5, 12 says he received glory. He opened the grave so we can enjoy glory. John 17, 21. Now, this scripture, when you quote it, theologians are arguing with you. Listen to me. Jesus said that the glory that I received from my father, I've given it to you. It's a big statement. That they all may be one. As thou, Father, are in me, and I in thee. That they also may be one in us. That the world may believe that thou hast sent me. 22. Very powerful. Please, everybody read what is on the body to change you. Read, ready, go. And the glory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He gave it to who? Lizzie, did he give it to you? I said, he gave it to who? You don't know who he gave it to. Eh? I said, he gave it to who? The word glory means beauty. He said, the glory you have given to me. You hear people say, don't steal God's glory. We, are, we didn't steal it all. <laughs> say, he, he gave it to us. ay 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 The glory you have given me, I've given it to them. So, the same way Jesus was respected, people are going to respect you. And this glory changes in dimension from glory to glory. You bought one car, they started talking. Then he gave you two. They started talking. He gave you three. They will stop talking. 
But the glory will not dim. It will increase from glory to glory to glory. 2 Corinthians 3.18. Look at it. Somebody say, my life is glorious. Oh, no, 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 no. Say, my life is glorious. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. But we all with open face, beholding us in glass, the glory of the Lord. Are changing to the same image from glory to glory. Even as by the glory of the Lord. Even as by the glory, we are changed from glory to glory. There will be people here, when you are 75, you'll be looking like a 16-year-old girl. From glory to glory. Lift your hands and say this after me. Say, through the resurrection, my life will ever be shining and I will ever be winning. Number nine, unlimited blessings. It is the blessing that swallow curses. Wherever things are not working, there is a curse there. When there is a curse in a place, nothing works. So he resurrected and broke the power of every cause. So now things will begin to work. Galatians 3, 13 and 14. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Be made a curse for us, for it is written, curse is everyone that hangs on the tree, that the blessing of Abraham. Woo! Those who never tasted. Somebody said, I was suffering this affliction. It was controlling my life. Jesus came in. He took away the curse. Restored the blessing. That the blessing of Abraham. Sister, we are born again to enjoy blessings. Oh, That's why we are telling everybody. Yesterday night, 11.30 p.m., I was at Osu Oswald Street. I saw sinners. I thought sin has finished. And I told Macro, I said, Macro, God will curse us for staying in the church. And I was there with you. We were winning souls. We saw beautiful girls who are prostitutes. We said, Jesus loves you. So I know, I know, I know. I know, you know now, but look at what you are doing. Glory to Jesus. People wallowing in curses. Sinning. Stinking. And yet they can't see it. Everything that brings sorrow to your life is permanently destroyed by the blessing of the Lord. Somebody say, I'm not a seed of Abraham. And wave your hands like a woman who just got married and say, my life is full of blessings. Some of you like hard life. Oh, that's why you're not doing what I'm telling you. I say, my life is full of blessing. That the blessing of Abraham, the blessing will come upon. Now listen to me. Any case you came to meet in your family, the case will broke it, and you are now there to inherit a blessing. Proverbs 10, 22. It's not anybody's fault that we are shining. It's Jesus' fault. You don't like the way we are shining. Join us. Stop talking nonsense. If you come, you also shine. This evening, we will be shining. My God. Glory to Jesus here. It is the blessing of the Lord that make it rich. Somebody say he's talking to me. Hiya. He had no sorrow. The word sorrow means curse. He said, woman, you are cursed in sorrow. So when you operate under a curse, you wallow in sorrow. Now, what is the cure 
for curses. Blessings. Anybody watching me, anybody that came to this resurrection service, I bless you in the name of the Lord. I bless you in the name of the Lord. I declare you are blessed. Somebody shall I receive it. You hear people saying, when I came to this church, I was a nobody now. This is the house of blessing. To the every devil that wants to turn your Christian testimony into a sorrowful story, I cause them by the resurrection power. And those that are watching and wishing you evil, they will never see evil happening to your life. The resurrection gave us a blessing. Somebody shout and bless here. Finally, number 10. Unlimited inheritance in brotherhood. Unlimited inheritance. Cosmos, you are now Jesus' brother. And that is a big statement. Hebrews 2, 10 and 12. Tina, me me near people grow. No. People grow, no. The girl be actually made a mashup, baby, me. Because uh, your you, your wife, will be, it's not. We are not doing certain. What wife? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? We are not living holy because we have houses, we have wives or husbands. No. When you understand the new family you are in, who near people are grow. Now, gradually, that British family, they are just. <laughs> Before, before, airtight. Now all kinds of things are entering. But not Jesus' family. Listen to me. You are not from Usudoku family. Look at Hebrews. It's a very powerful revelation. For it became of him. For whom are all things. Look at something. All things. By whom are all things in bringing many sons and daughters to glory. To make the captain of their salvation perfect through suffering. So, Jesus suffered. So, those who didn't belong will now belong. He paid a price to change you from that abusian kondomchi. Where they inherit sicknesses, he brought you into God's family. This is the place that damaged my mind. For both he that sanctified and they who are sanctified are all of one. For which cause he is not ashamed to call out brethren. Ooh. How many Jesus sisters are here? Some of you in your own family because of one Atakwami Koko, they rejected you. When Koko came, they said it's not part of the family. But good news. This glorious family in which all things consist by the resurrection, Jesus became the begotten son of the father. We also by believing in him also became begotten sons. So we have the same father and therefore we are brothers. (laughs) Acts 13, 33. Look at Acts 13, 33. Tell your sister, you are not ordinary. God had fulfilled the same unto us as children. 
in that he has raised up Jesus again. It is also written in the second psalm. Thou art my son. This day have I begotten thee. Look at it. Thou art my son. This day have I... Now, he's talking about Jesus now. Now, look at John 1, 12. Look at John 1, 12. Big, big revelation. Look at John 1, 12. He said, and as many as receive him, to them gave him power to become sons of who? Sons of who? Who is he talking about? Say, he's talking about me. Now, we have entered... We have entered into this brotherhood. So, we have access to the same inheritance, the same power, the same everything that he gave to Jesus because brothers have the same DNA. Romans 8:17. then we close. You can close your Bible from there. If children, then heirs, heirs of God, joined heirs with Christ. It's so be that we suffer with him. Now look at it. That we may also be glorified together. Some unbelievers, some can see Jimmy Jimmy in a good chapel. Christianity, the suffering one. Now look at what he's saying. If we suffered with him, we shall also be glorified. Now, there is a song saying, This is where that revelation came from. Now, put it in Amplified. Lift your hands and share the same thing with Christ. Say, by the resurrection, everything God gave Jesus, he gave me. I receive it. I thank God for it. And that makes me big. That makes me big. That makes me big. If we are his children, then we are heirs also. Heirs of God. Fellow, this is where the thing is sweet. Fellow heirs with God. Sharing his spiritual blessing and inheritance. So there is no poor person in the church. Except you don't know. We share inheritance. Is Jesus broke? We share inheritance. Now, when I started, he said, through him, all things consist. That's why I mean, when I go to a place, I'm looking for a land. You say there's no land. I say there's a land. Though. Your own is the land. The one who is saying there's no land, say you, your own is the land. Sharing his spiritual blessings and inheritance, if indeed we share his suffering, so that we may also share his glory. Oh, what's a sweet story. Lift your hands to the Lord. Hold that girl. Hold that girl. I'm, I've not finished preaching. We are not afraid. Lift up your hands. <laughs> say, I share brotherhood with Jesus. Now say, anything that can be found in him must not be found in him. So I reject sickness. I reject every limitation. I reject poverty. Begin to speak to yourself. He said we share, we share life with Jesus. Anything that can be found in Jesus, if we are the same brothers, then we share together. The resurrection gave us unlimited access to blessings. 
It's not about school. It's about sharing blessing. You can't say somebody doesn't speak English, so he won't prosper. No. When they enter into this family, we share blessing together. If the church understands, everybody will be rich. So you don't say, um, it is only DKC family members who are prospered. No. We share inheritance with Jesus. We have the same father. By the resurrection. If he never resurrected, Charlie, we are finished. But he came out of the grave. So therefore, I pray for you. Every limitation that life has placed on you, from today, the limit is roll away. It's roll away. Somebody say, away, 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 away. The grave is open. What do I do? Number one, believe him. Say, believe him. Believe him. Christianity is a life without limit. People are jealous of you, eh? Tap your, your leg on the floor and say, they've not seen anything yet. It's a limitless life. The grave. The angel shifted the gate. Romans 10, 8 and 10. Romans 10, 9. If we confess with our mouth that Jesus, the Lord Jesus, and shall believe in thy heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart, man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mark of only two things you need to do. Believe in your heart and confess with your mouth. Confess the resurrection. He died and rose again. I confess him. Jesus is Lord. Lift your hand and shout, Jesus is Lord, three times. Very big. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. So all these 10 benefits are given to the church. Therefore, I decree, lift your hands and I declare, every power that has limited your destiny, today I break it off your life in the name of Jesus. Go and enjoy unlimited power. Enjoy unlimited riches. Enjoy unlimited wisdom. Enjoy unlimited strength. Enjoy unlimited honor. Enjoy unlimited glory. And somebody shout, I'm blessed, I'm blessed, I'm blessed, I'm blessed. Say, no limit, no limit, no limit. The resurrection. Lift up your head, all ye gaze. Now I command every sickness in your body. Go now. Go now. Go now. Let the pain shift. Let the pain go. I command shame. Everyone who is jobless, next week you are getting a job. Everyone whose doors are closed by the resurrection power, I command your open doors. I command your open doors. I command your open doors. I command business doors open. I command marital doors open. I command opportunities open, open, open. In the name of Jesus, give the Lord a shout. He is Lord. He is Lord. Lift your hands. He has risen from the dead. He is Lord. Every knee, every knee shall 
Every time I lift your hands, that Jesus, you will do what your father couldn't do. The limit is taken off. The limit is broken. He is Lord. Come on, let's go and sing it. He is Lord. He has risen. He has risen. your hands. If you are here today, you are not born again. All these things, you are losing them. Unlimited quantities of blessings. This is why we tell you to come to church. It's not to take anything from you. You don't have anything. You don't have God. You don't have anything. A man without God is the poorest human being that ever lived. Because if Jesus said, all that the Father has, he gave to me, then what do you have? He gives it to his children. What you have is fake blessings. Things that will be here today, tomorrow, it will not be there. But you want permanent blessings. It's in the owner of the blessings. Living in the King Kestelis house and living outside, which one offers you Kenke every day? My God. Kenke Boutique. So there are some of you here today. You don't know Jesus. Listen to me. If you die, you may die in sin and go to hell. You don't have eternal life. Everybody close your eyes. Today, let me start with altar call. You are here. You don't know Jesus. Somebody invited you to church. I want to pray for you, for you to receive him. He died for you. All these ten blessings are there for you. Why must you bypass them and moving around, following, doing other things that are bringing curses upon your life? He has already paid it all. Come and receive for free. As all eyes are closed. Anybody in this service watching us, wherever you are, you are not born again. Don't let today pass because you are losing too much. You want to say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to receive him as my Lord. So all these unlimited blessings will come to me. Lift your hands wherever you are. Lift your hands wherever you are. Lift your hands. You don't know him, you don't have eternal life. He said, those that die in Christ will resurrect again. If you don't die in Christ, you may die and go to hell. Wherever your hands are lifted, come to me in the front. Ushers, help them. Run to the altar. Run to the altar. Trumnika, the resurrection. Stop making yourself a big person. You are not. If you don't have all this, you are actually broke. Run to the altar. One five years to sell can because if you carry this thing it will take you to death you are going to see a juju man when that juju man dies he will remain in the tomb we don't serve a dead God we serve a living God it's the same yesterday today and forever come and give your life to him run here, another clap. This is why he came to die. All these blessings belong to these people, but they don't know it. Their account is loaded, and yet they don't have the passport. There is another group of people. 
You, you became born again many years ago, but you have disconnected. For some time now, you have not been going to church and you still call yourself a believer. You are not. I want you to reconnect your life. Your own is reconnection. You used to be there before you disconnected. Those of you watching on television, today, come back to Jesus and reconnect. If you die, you'll be so miserable. You'll be so miserable. Leave this rotten earth alone. And continue the words of D.L. Modi. He said, when I look at the earth from the heavenly perspective, it looks like the rotting bones of a dead animal. Higher. When he said that, I began to dislike many things. The rotting bones of a dead animal. With all our skyscrapers and whatever. You got to be a heavenly candidate. Lift up your hands, those of you standing here. If you are coming, run, 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 run. There's no time. Maybe before I will say, let us pray. Jesus, yes, come. Run. Lift up your hands. Lift your hands. Now, as I'm praying for them, I want you to start to prepare your offering today. I want you to give a very good resurrection offering. The church, you can sit down. Now, those of you standing here, lift your hand and say, Jesus. Jesus. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. Lord, I receive you. Lord, I receive you. As my Lord. As my Lord. And personal Savior. And personal Savior. I know you died for me. I know you died for Today me. Today I have come. Today I have come. I receive forgiveness. I receive forgiveness. Lord, forgive me all my sins. Lord, forgive me all my sins. I open up my heart. I open up my heart. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I'm born again. I'm born again. I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. I will serve you. I will serve you. All the days of all my the life. All the days of my life. Amen. Amen. 